Hi, and welcome. I'm Z. And I'm Keith. And we're going to tell you about the movie that we just watched. But first, a little bit of a heads up. Some of the movies we watch deal with heavy subject matters. In order to talk about these emotionally delicate things and the heavy subject matters that we sometimes cover, we add humor and crude language to add some levity and to process our own trauma. If that doesn't feel fun or safe for you, we completely understand. Please take care of yourself first and foremost. And we spoil the end of pretty much every movie that we watch. Now you know. (laughs) On with the show. Let's go. Let's go, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Let's see how many times you can p- full-on punch the microphone this time. Yeah, it's always the challenge. It's <laughs> real. See, I don't hear it when you do it like that, but then you... I, it's usually when you hit the... Yeah, if I hit the arm. Or... When, every time you put your water down, it's like, going. Yeah. yeah. I need, like, a drink of water. Hey, what did, uh... What? What did, uh... What did, uh... Mick Jagger said to Dennis Weaver that time where he was. I don't know who Dennis Weaver is. Um, he had to fill in for a friend who was a shepherd. And then he caught Dennis Weaver fucking one of the <laughs> sheep. He said, leave my mom alone. Pretty close. He said, hey, McLeod, get off of my you. Get it? Because... Uh, the Stones have that song, Get Off of My Cloud. And uh, Who's Weaver? Who's Dennis Weaver, Weaver played on television a character named McLeod. That's a really good joke. That came up recently because Dr. Brian C. Floda reminded me of a <laughs> joke by our shared friend, Christopher Dixon, mm-hmm. told us back in the day mm-hmm. that joke, mm-hmm. or a version of that joke. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Dr. Floda recently recommended to me a television movie called Cocaine, One Man's Seduction, Hot. starring Dennis Weaver. Hot. And a young Jeffrey Tambor looking... Very similar to what he does in this film that we watched. Pretty similar, but more looking like Andy Kaufman oh, than I've ever right. seen Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, sh- you sent me and you were, like, you were like, Jeffrey Tambor is Andy Kaufman or something. And I was like, girl, you're right. Dennis Weaver is also the star of Steven Spielberg's first film, Duel, Mm. which is the one of my favorites. (laughs) Basis for the the, that Bob's episode with the candy cane truck. That's basically the same premise, except it's just him. It's just Dennis Weaver. There's nobody else in the car. But he's getting harassed by someone in a semi. That's also the. That's also. The plot of Joyride, which I've tried to get you to watch, or I want to watch. With okay, you. we have to watch that. And and the, I think it's maybe it's okay. So in Joyride, 
candy cane is said a lot. Oh, in that okay. Movie, so it has, okay. Yeah. It's a. It's a hybrid. Candy cane. <laughs> My niece, because they they pretend they like fuck or, fuck with truckers or whatever. And they pretend to be like women looking for a date or whatever to prank truckers because they're being mean or whatever. And like on their CB radio, yeah, on or the something? CB radio. Um, and Paul Walker, like, he's like, I'm Candy Cane and I, I want to show you a good time. And so they get one of the truckers. There, also, any mentions of uh, snowballs? No, no. Uh, and they get. <laughs> And they get, uh, <laughs> try turning the mic. You try turning the mic. What? Like, it's tipped up. I know it's tipped I meant you could tip it a little bit. Yeah, that's all. I don't want to talk to you about this. I'm so excited about that lawnmower. So the, if you want to wait. It's fine. <laughs> so they prank the trucker and then they don't meet up with him because they're like we're gonna meet up and we're gonna get go to a ho-, you know they basically set him up to go to a hotel room or whatever motel settle room. a bet for us and then and it's the ho- it's the motel they're staying at and they tell him like some random room uh because they basically are like wanting to prank him and it the random room he goes to or it's like the room next to them or something like that and some random dudes sleeping in that room and the trucker like Just kills murders him. him yeah because, and he's like, and then he's like, candy cane. And then they're like, it, you know, he's like, I see. and then he starts like going after them. And they're like, it was just a prank. Like, we're sorry. Like, play. yeah. And he's like, candy cane. Voiced by one of the loves of my life, Ted Levine. Oh, perfect. And. Oh, wait. Yes. And, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> was she a great big that's, piss person? That's piss what. person? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's what you said Yes, they did. So, but I watched, <laughs> so my niece loved this movie and oh, she no. was like three years old and she would be like, I want to watch the candy cane movie. Why did she loved why it? Was she allowed to watch? That? I don't exactly know, but whatever. And she would, she would want to watch, she would like beg to watch the candy cane movie, which is what she would call Joyride. And it was, so the truck driver was voiced by Ted Levine and I, got it on DVD or something like that. And like one of the behind the scenes was like, they didn't like Ted Levine wasn't their first choice and they tried like multiple people out. And one of those people that they tried out Uh to be the creepy truck driver was Eric Roberts. Oh, who does not have a creep. No, No, I can see thinking, of him, but yeah, like candy cane, and he, he's got a little bit of a list, right? Just like and jewelry and a southern accent, and oh yeah, that's, he's that's, no, he's just like you said lisp. I was thinking of the accent. <laughs> she doesn't really have it. Yeah, he's like he's like candy. Yeah, it was like it's like I'm gonna get you candy. It was just like it. It I sounded think he could like, be menacing, but not in that way. No, it was because here's the thing: you never see. You never see the truck driver. Yeah. It's only the voice, voice. that you hear. And Clancy fucking Brown. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ted Levine's a great perfect, choice. But yeah. yeah, it was just like, yeah. Anyway, none of that. The only. Tony Todd. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be too fucking scary, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> they would just be <laughs> shitting themselves. In. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 
Joyride takes place in the desert, much like the Duel. film that we're <laughs> the film that we're talking about today. Desert Hearts. Oh my God, we might have to pause for just okay. a minute. Okay, it's I, just I don't trust it. I don't trust it either. But I'm going to leave it for just a second because the motor, the engine's so. I know, I know, but I think that motor is a different one. <laughs> And if we look at the, if we look at a spectrograph of the sound, we're like, huh, it's. <laughs> I haven't quite cracked it. I know, because he was, because he gasped so, like, like, I can't Fully. gasp like that. Like, I can't I gasp like that. It's like, like me anytime I try to imitate Lana's, Lana Kane's shocked. Yeah. <gasps> I was in the Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like what it is is like he fully like inhaled with so much noise. Like he was like <gasps> <gasps> I, I can't like not only can I not do that the especially the way he did it, but I can't do it as many times in a call <laughs> in, a, in, in a span of a minute that he did. <gasps> Like, I really can't. I don't know how. Like, I just, I don't know. Maybe next time we go in there, we'll ask him for some <laughs> tips or whatever. Like, hey, We're both working on our impersonations of, uh, or impressions of. A doctor that I went to. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. I mean, and also, the... yeah, I don't, yeah, he's, he may be ADHD or something. I don't fucking know. But he would, he's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was. It was great, though. Highly recommend him. I won't name him because <laughs> I refuse to do that. But, but you should go see him. But you should go see him <laughs> if you can. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what kind of doctor he is. You just got to guess and keep going until you find a doctor that goes, <gasps> So, Desert yeah, Hearts. Desert Hearts. Uh, apparently loosely based on the novel... The oh, heart of the desert. Oh, okay. I was going to say the desert of no, the heart or something. The desert of the heart. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the desert of the heart. Not the heart of the desert. That's. Man, I will tell you tell that me. I was. Ex I honestly thought, I truly honestly thought this was going to be a movie where I thought it was going to be like a made for TV kind yeah. of movie. And I also thought it was going to be like, um, my phone's ringing. And so I'm just, mm. I'm going to set it down. You're just going to hold it. No, I'm just, I want to so. put it down, but like, I'm going to wait till it stops ringing because it's going to be really loud when I just set it on plastic. Okay. Um, so I thought it was going to be like made for TV kind of shit. Right. Like I thought it was going to be like really hokey. Starring and I thought the lesbian. <laughs> and I thought the lesbianism was going to be like very much. Uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, lipstick. No, 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 no. Mel like, Gacy. um, no, 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 no. Um, where it's like head cannon. I thought it was gonna be more like head cannon, like head cannon. Yeah, or like retcon kind of shit. So, like head cannon. Okay, <laughs> head cannon means like it's cannon for you. Like you made it up. Like it, like head cannon. I think is just. I mean, maybe I'm using. Oh, it wrong, I see. So, but it's like 
it's not like canon is like real, but like how you take it and you think what they're implying or you feel like this is what they're implying. Right. So it's like head canon is X, Y, Z. So basically like, like haze code kind of queer coding. Yeah. 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 I thought it was going to be for sure. Like, like maybe they Hayes hold code era. Yeah. 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 Coded characters. Yes. Correct. And it was going to be like holding hands right. and then them saying like certain things that we're supposed to, yeah. you know, I didn't expect not titties literally touching. nipple on nipple. I was like, Oh my god, that was I really enjoy that that happens. That's like almost the last thing that happens yes. and I yes. really appreciate that. I know. Yeah, I was like I honestly was like, "Oh my god, are they like I didn't expect it either." I but... Oh, I know, I know. But <laughs> Bye. stop. Bye. Judge. <laughs> I Shout out for anyone my age who used to play Karate Champ. Stop. <laughs> Um, God. Yeah. It was... One of the few arcade games I played a lot. <laughs> so the premise of the movie is basically a woman goes to Reno. I guess she stays in Reno to get divorced and she has to like stay there for like several weeks. <clears throat> it's in the 50s, I should specify. 1959. Dateline. And yeah. Reno, Nevada. And she goes to this ranch and ranch. I guess it's ranch. where, I guess it's where like women, ranch. <laughs> I guess it's where I guess the ranch is like where women go to get divorced or where people go to get divorced or something like that because there's a bunch of women staying there and they're all like oh you know this is how this is how my sad story is very unclear to it's, me they do not do a lot of work to specify which I enjoyed that you're kind of like I I because I was like expecting because I knew it was a lesbian movie right and because I was expecting I thought it was going to be like I thought it was like at first I thought it was literally like conversion camp because she's going she's getting divorced <laughs> and I thought it was like right. where they send all the lesbians who are getting divorced but I'm an English professor yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so I was like okay you know and that's <laughs> not at all what was going on I was like what but damn this movie was like a legit movie like this was like. A good movie. I was yeah. surprised. Silver and Johnny. They still oh a show for me. Oh my god! This they the get bathtub scene, best scene in the movie, other than the nipples yeah. touching, the kissing nipples. They really fucking. Oh my god! There's a scene where there's this character Silver who's like an older lady, like not older, like like elderly, but like older than the main character, right? Or one of the main characters, and she's it's probably like in her forties. Like yeah, the main I mean, character, K is supposed to be twenty five. K is twenty five, and then the professor is thirty five. Right. Um, and then I think I think Silver is like supposed to be like maybe like ten years older than than uh Vanessa or whatever her name. <laughs> Vivian Bell. Vivian, yeah. Vivessa. <laughs> um. So. Yarnessa. <laughs> So, I, it's hard to tell. I think it's one of those things where you have to kind of skew because I have no idea how old the actress was playing Vivian Bell at the time. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I don't know. Does everyone have this? I think you and I have talked about this, that like, as you age, you like, I mean, particularly with things you you've watched multiple times or grew up with, yeah. you like have to, it's a real mind fuck like yeah. to adjust like, yeah. oh, I'm older than this character yeah, yeah, yeah. who yeah. was the mom in that movie or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> right? But also like if it's a period piece, you know, people didn't live as long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White people especially uh, age poorly. Mm -hmm. So they may look older than right. 
we yeah. think. So I don't know. My, I would, my take, maybe I would say pushing forty. My is my take guess was that she uh, was between, sort of between the age of like uh, Vivian mm-hmm. and uh, Francis. Kay's mom. Yes, Kay's not mom. Right. Not the mom, not the aunt, and not the daughter. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um, and yeah, I just got the impression that she was like heading into old maid territory and like had, had been, you know, is well, it's clearly like given up on dreams or have it felt like she's had to give up on dreams, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but met a nice man. Yeah. And he's great. He gets like two fucking scenes. He's great. And I was so worried that they were going to do the thing where he turns into a piece of shit Never happened. I was so excited about that. I my favorite part is the bathtub scene where Silver is Silver (laughs) is in the bathtub with Kay. A confessed fire starter. And (laughs) arsonist. I'm trapped down here with a confessed arsonist. (laughs) And and Johnny comes in with cocktails for them, brings them in, and it's like, tray. boy, I really wish, sometimes I really wish I could be a pretty girl. And I was like, oh, my God. And 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 then Silver's like, sometimes I feel like, the my it was such a good line. She's like, sometimes I feel like it's so good that you're going to disappear or something like that, or you're going to go right. away or something. That it's I'll put good. in the whole 10-minute scene here because it's all great. Just you remember, she's gonna pick up her decree and be gone. Well, maybe by then I'll figure out something in this screwed up little life of mine. I love your life, babe. I wouldn't want to be here without it. Oh, you look like two desserts. Beg your pardon. No. Sometimes I honest to God wish I knew what it felt like to be a gorgeous woman. You want the ring back, honey? No. <laughs> Maybe I'll be reincarnated. <laughs> I got the steaks on. Joe? Mm. I'm afraid if it stays this good, I'm gonna find a way to screw it up. Hey. Don't I always get you through the good times, huh, babe? And he says, you "I've know, always gotten you get through through good times." I've always got. You, <laughs> I've always got. Yeah, it's a perfect scene, honestly. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> what you said. I've always got you through good times. I don't need good times. <laughs> and you're like it's so good. anyway you'll hear it you'll hear it from Johnny himself <laughs> and you'll see how spot on I was <laughs> I was like Johnny right on the money <laughs> right on the money oh <laughs> I fucking love that scene um yeah it's it's a really what's interesting about it is that it does feel like 
Yeah, like it. It's not like any movie. I'm so shocked. I was like so shocked about this movie. Agree. You really? It's <sighs> nothing at all. What I was expecting, not even remotely. Like it takes place I in the desert. That That's the only never thing seen I seen a, a love story between yeah. two women that includes sexuality yes. like, like and if nudity you, if you that were, is so yeah i guess earnest is yeah. like one of the words like, yes it feels very natural in a way like like if you're looking for like blue is the warmest color was like the i fucking hated that movie it was so fucking annoying yeah you you wouldn't like it it's like notoriously like the yeah. director like uh, like they have like this very graphic sex scene mm. where they're like scissoring and like it's like this whole thing. And, oh right! But like notoriously, like the director was like screaming at them while they were filming it, and they were like crying during. Like they're literally, it's on the. They're crying during the sex scene. Hot. And it's like, oh, it made it more. I'm like, no, I've never. Yeah, I was gonna say it helps that the director. Yeah, is, the director's a woman. Is is. A, a confirmed lesbian. Okay, okay. I was gonna say, I'm assuming queer. Yeah, the titty thing. I was like, how did she know? <laughs> how did they know? <laughs> it's a thing. How did they know what? That that's a thing that what? like put it, like touching nips. Sm- yeah, smushing nipples. That's a thing. We do that. Us gays do that. I one time had a girlfriend who specifically requested that. Nice. I know it. What? Well, I mean, how could you not? Yeah, exactly. She was like, "It's really hot when you when you put the nipples together," which was great because I, especially at the time, had no breasts, so I was just like, "I was like, it's all you. You gotta. <laughs> I can't do anything. I can't move where they're at. Like mine are stationary. Like I can't move them up and down. Gravity's not really gonna. <laughs> I got do much for us here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I doesn't. I could be on my stomach. It's the, they're still where they're at. Like they're <laughs> going anywhere. I wa- so I watched some vidges this morning. So nice. should we go through? Do you want to go through the plot first, or should I do those? So things? yeah, it's K. Nope. Uh, Vivian is this professor, middle like thirty five year old professor who basically got really. I don't want to say bored with her marriage because it didn't see it. Like it feels like similar to how you would describe a midlife crisis. Like she just couldn't stand feeling like she felt trapped. She felt like she wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. Also in a nice, in a refreshing, I don't know, twist choice. Yeah. It's not, it, Apparently, it's not an abusive relationship. No, it's yeah. just... And she said, like, in one part, she says, like, the, her husband, you know, they're like, does he... Like, because they were saying something about him being... They're like, you could say, like, he mistreated you or something like oh, that. Oh, right. Mental like, anguish yeah. or something? Yeah. And she was like, literally, he would be fine with me just being... Like, he has right. no... You know, he loves me enough that he wouldn't care if I didn't love him. Right. He didn't need that. He just wanted to be with me and it wasn't enough for me. And so, yeah, it's like, it's kind of, or however she says it, it's, it's refreshing that it's not like her, she's leaving. And I, I'm assuming that's why she had to go to Reno because like there wasn't some sort of like dispute. It wasn't, I mean, marriage is probably harder Mm. to come by, you know, in 1959, especially, sorry, divorce. Um, Yeah. Be, be, uh, maybe maybe that'll be my outro music. Yes. But now that you've said it, you won't do it. Probably. Notoriously. Um notoriously, that's a that's a Keith move. If as soon as he lets you know of a plan, it's out of the it's it's gone. 
Or or my favorite is when you were like <laughs> you're like I can't think of anything to do for vacation. And you're like, can you come up with some ideas? And so I said <laughs> a bunch. And you're like, never mind. I figured I got it. it out. <laughs> I was like, Two whatever. things <laughs> that I have to admit by, about myself that I'm not necessarily proud of. but And uh-huh. it's taking me too long to realize about myself. Yeah, yes. Oh, speaking of. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Rock and roll high school. Hey, guys. There's pizza. Hey, pizza. Let's dig in. Pizza. Anyway. Everybody gets it. Everyone, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Keith's just a one is like if if I'm new to uh, Here's here's my the other example I can think of where it was very <laughs> apparent to me I had to really there was no choice but yeah I got a pressure not a pressure cooker a slow cooker for the first time uh-huh. I'm like hey friends got any recipes and as soon as somebody was like oh yeah here's what you do I'm like okay I got it <laughs> I didn't even use the recipe I'm just like oh yeah no I, it's not that hard sorry I can, that just, I I, I can just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that, like I need permission. You need external permission. What for, you need is you need to know that it's easier than you think it is. Exactly. <laughs> Your dumbass figured it out, so okay, I don't have to worry. What I like to do is put noodle. Oh my god! The, like when people make biscotti in the slow cooker and they do it wrong. Like when I was a nanny, what she like just put like noodles and. Sauce. And sauce, like, in the crock pot and, like, left it. And okay. I don't know what the settings was, but nothing cooked. It just got warm. It was so weird. And she was like, she was like, you can have spaghetti if you want. And I was like, I literally am not going to eat that. That's so gross. And I was like, what? And I was so, I was, that was the same place where they asked me how I would like my chicken cooked. And I said, I don't understand right. the question. And they said, do you want it medium- <laughs> Do you want it rare, medium, or well done? And I was like, I'm sorry, uh, well done. And they were like, oh, okay. And then I ate my chicken, and I got about to the halfway mark, and it it was Not raw. Good. And I was like, oh, and I was so scared. I was so fucking scared. I was like, I'm going to get salmonella. I'm going to die. How they're not dead, I don't know. Like, literally, I don't you know understand. That they're not. That's a fair point. Thank you. But I meant how they weren't dead at that point, you know. Do you like your chicken rare? Do you like your salmonella room temperature? Like, what the fuck, bro? Okay, so anyway, so Vivian goes to Reno. The second thing is I am terrified of uh, feeling predictable. I hate you so much. And the third thing is you're a little bitch. Oh, well, I don't think that's a secret to anyone. Even I didn't even say me. it was a secret. It's just a thing you've, you've discovered about yourself. <laughs> Thanks to me, because I never let you forget it. You keep me honest. <laughs> and everybody, who doesn't like someone that calls them on their crap? 
<laughs> um, we may fight and argue, but at the end of the day, we don't think we can do any better. <laughs> the fucking anniversary post I made for you. Beautiful. <laughs> One of your greatest works, in my opinion. <laughs> made me so mad. <laughs> made me so mad. How did, hey, what, can you recreate the noise you made uh, at my profile picture? No, not really, but it was like, something like that. Just farting in the bathtub. So your butthole made the sound? Come on. Okay, so. You've agreed. I thought that my farts sound like a dog drowning or a cat. Coughing up a hairball no. underwater. No, I never said that. It sounds like it sounds like a baby doll that you put all the way at the bottom of the bathtub and squeeze, and then you hear because you put the air, the air from it comes out and goes. Okay. <laughs> I would never throw a cat out in the bathtub. You heard two different things. <laughs> Fuck off. Keeps a little. But am I gonna, am I going to sit here and say, "Hey Z, <laughs> what you heard is wrong"? One hundred percent, I am. God, <laughs> is this the cause of your pain? Hundred percent, no. <laughs> is okay. it a factor in your discomfort? Well, that's when we have to look at the whole picture. And that's when the, he had that one time he went extra high. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Gotta remember that. When he said he liked to look at the x rays. I know I said this before, but not on air. He said he likes to look at the x rays and make them dance or whatever. And I laughed. And, I, and he said, he was like, hey, I'm not too old to have fun. No, he said something like, sometimes you gotta. Like, if you're having a bad day, you got to turn it around. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, Z, I know. And then just went back to it. And I was like, you know how, what? What? Please continue. <laughs> he, like, very clearly said my name and was like, yeah, Z. Isn't he the one, too, that you said looked like the one yeah, former? Uh, Brian. <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't think of his name. And when I told my therapist Bo- that. Boyanis? Tano. Brian Boitano. I don't know. It might be. Uh, when I told that to my therapist, she lost her laughed. shit. Laughed. She was like, "I know that doctor." And I said, "This is what he looked like." I told her that I I made you a. Oh, she actually knew who he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was just like that's. She knew who the yeah, skater she was like, oh, looked I know that like. It's not Brian Boitano. Okay. Yeah, Brian Boitano's the gay one. Uh, the only gay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. The only gay figure skater. <laughs> Never mind you, Johnny Ware. Um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Scott Hamilton. Fuck, oh, I never yeah. goddamn remember his name. But all, not not without a mask so much. With the mask, he looked. Oh yeah. He's spitting image without a mask. I was like, oh, you look far less like Scott Hamilton. More like Bulldog. 
Yeah. What's that actor's name? I should learn it. I know. I should too. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, so Vivian goes to uh, <laughs> the desert with all the other single ladies and she meets Kay, who's a slut. She just sleeps with anyone uh, who's a woman. No, she like, you know, she has a lot of, she just, I guess she like sleeps around and Silver is aware. And I I don't know if this is how it actually was, but it felt like she and Silver like were hookups for each other. Like, yeah, it uh, felt. I couldn't tell. I couldn't I just, really like, tell. Their first introduction is Silver. She's like, they like kiss on the mouth. Yeah, stuff. I was like, uh. <laughs> so but while she's talking about, her yeah, her. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a pretty sight? Well, careful, it don't blind you. <laughs> and. I ain't pregnant either. <laughs> well, hell, knowing our settling down, you and Daryl should follow suit. Then we could go away together on vacation. Don't you know by now it doesn't happen with Daryl? I'm getting tired of defending your reputation. I'm used to people talking behind my back. But if you didn't accept who I am, that would really be tough. Dan Butler. Dan Butler. <laughs> Who's that? Played Bulldog Briscoe. Oh wow! I, <laughs> I like how he's gay. Uh, David too. Hyde Pierce is gay. Yeah. Uh, Most of the writers. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, oh god, why can't John Mahoney? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and and like so many so many gays on that show. BB Newworth, <laughs> gay icon. Right, gay icon. Yeah, gay con. Um, ACA BB Newworth. I'm so proud of that. Yeah. I like that I had to write that down during the movie. And I was like, I hope Keith doesn't see my notes. And I, it was so funny. It's a good payoff. And yeah. I was like, I have to say this. And it was, and, and it was like the first thing I said. A-C-A-B-B North. <laughs> oh, it was good times. Good. <laughs> uh, Malice was a good. That was a good. That was a good app. That was one of the one of the standout eps from the first season where we knew we knew we had some we knew we had something special. We made ourselves laugh with it. It's not in our top listens. Somehow <laughs> crazy. Somehow, uh, primal fear stays primal at fear, the top, number one. Yeah, and to this day. it's a it's an episode to this day. I still have never listened to. It. Oh yeah, because it was one I was trying to hold down a. a Nine to five and oh. that hellscape oh. of a month and a half of our life that we can't. We what? realize we just can't. We're not normal people. I'm sure, especially now, you would cringe at the audio quality. Quality, yeah. Yeah. Now that I know, I, I would. Now that I'm making my own podcast. Yeah. Um, I feel like once you gave up on trying to use the mixer, yeah, it just it, that definitely was yeah. A, <laughs> yeah an important moment. Yeah. <laughs> Like hey, I, hey, stay, stay for thick and with us. <laughs> hey, here's stay, some. Here's stay some. for thick and with us. Stay for hey, here's th- some. Check out this dude's headline. I just sound like I'm doing a check out this dude's headline. News headline. I was oh. trying to do Jay Leno, but ended up sounding like 
I was doing my iced tea. <laughs> Z is shocked. Had no idea. Hey, here's something. No! No! <laughs> it's because I... Because by listening to freedom, Lauren does that every now and again, and it's really funny. Hey, here's something. <laughs> the Keith's kids are best, calling it twerking. The <laughs> Keith's best bits, like he think, Keith, the what Keith considers his best bits are usually the well, bits my favorite. he likes best that other people. <laughs> what? Pause for laughter. <laughs> Keith's best bits are just his favorite bits that other people do. <laughs> I'd like for you to look at my cover photo. You press record for that. I didn't press record for that. I pressed unpause. My, my mistake. Thank you. I think it would be funny to hear. Hopefully, hopefully you're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Of course I am. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. <laughs> How do you spell your name again? S-N-E-E-P-U-S. Good news. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Thank you. That's nice. <laughs> How could you do those things? <laughs> the one that's just like shouting into a pillow. I know. That's one okay. <laughs> little guy with it. Oh, that's cute. Thank you. <laughs> my morning was spent making my making my profile picture and cover photo. That's what I've done this morning. What? Mad at this mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were touching your penis and you looked at me, so I thought you were just. I thought. Oh I my thought, god! I thought you were going all daddy dumb on me. <laughs> Is that you, Charlotte? <laughs> no. <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> That's what she sounds like. <laughs> Kangol Jackson had a great look at the Met Gala. <laughs> I don't like this. Oh my god, this episode is going to be so fun for us to listen back oh, to. Oh yeah. That's going to be so fun to edit too. <laughs> um Oh wait. I like how we started it with me getting mad at you because you said the lawnmower sounds <laughs> were different. Different times. That was a different and, era. And then we turn it around. We turn it around. Look at us. Okay, so Viv gets to Reno, meets Kate. Oh, so she's staying at this <laughs> ranch. Ranch. Owned and run by uh, Francis, played by Audra Lindley, mm -hmm. whom I know and love as Mrs. Roper from Tree Trees Thumpany. <laughs> that was good. And, that was a good uh, save. <laughs> I was great to see her in another role, and she's mm -hmm. it was fucking good. great yeah. in, in this movie. Um, 
So she has a kid, a, a boy, child, biological child. Oh, is it? With yeah, I thought with Greg or whoever her dead partner is that she never married. I thought, and then Kay is that guy's kid from another person, or yeah, the kid of somebody else she had a relationship with. No, no, it's that guy's kid because she would say, because Kay would be like, "Why do you?" She be she would say that you're all of him that I have left. Right, 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 right. So right. So, the dude, fortunately, doesn't get a lot of space or take up a lot of space. And he's actually a, a sweet character. You think he's going to yeah. crush out on Viv and, you know. He, he kind of prob- does. But he does, but he's. But Kay's his sister, so. Yeah, you don't. We don't have to. We're not burdened with his feelings about anything. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderfully. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like a lot of movies would make him. Yeah. Try to get. Involved mm-hmm. and end up acting out and yeah, yeah, yeah. The, hurting himself. <laughs> I, or I do else. like I do like the scene where he's carrying all of Vivian's bags out and in a huff, and she's like, "Put them down." And he's like, and he just puts them down, and like, and then he's like, like what I like is he doesn't. He just does what she says. He's not like you know. It's very clear that he's just doing what everybody's telling him to do. He's not really. He's, yeah. It's almost like he's not taking. She's like, she's like, take you know. He's taking your things to the car because that's what Francis said to yeah, do. Right. And then, <laughs> and then says, I don't like, want that. No, I don't want that. And he's like, okay. She's like, put him down. He's like, and he puts him down. And then he, <laughs> it was so, it was so interesting because like he was he what he did feel upset by it, but he was not defying her despite that. So that was like an interesting sort of mm-hmm. dynamic. Anyway, it becomes an awakening for Vivian. Yes. They they fall in love. They haven't I mean that's Yeah. Some other things happen on the along the way, but my favorite part, honestly, I di- I honestly thought it was gonna be like a very tame, like PG sort of love story and it was, even so I was like this is an interesting apparently movie apparently this engaging. is one of those gay movies that like is like I had not heard about Bound until yeah I've never heard of this movie I know this yeah. movie is like this movie like they're, they're one of the things I watched was Jesus. the director in conversation with Jane Lynch <laughs> wow who was like yeah I watched this movie like every day from <laughs> age 25 to 30 years. Yeah. Like, I mean. Jesus. <laughs> so much. I, I watched Desert Hearts almost every night for probably a couple of years. So what era was that? This would have been when I was 28, 29. Mm-hmm. So this would have been 89. Uh-huh. I was 25 years old when it came out and I really identified with Kay and wanted nothing more than to have a Vivian Bell in my life. She's like, I full on fell in love with Helen Shaver who played yeah. Vivian. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you want to go into the plot anymore or should like no i mean i think it's just it's you know like there's you know the the k and vivian develop a friendship and it it leads to more but it's like it it does happen it's like it happens naturally and it doesn't because it's set in the 50s so k is sort of like the outcast some really good dialogue happens though like when they're like after they hook up for the first time or whatever hook up <clears throat> and they go out for like to eat or something like that, and oh, then yeah. like Vivian is saying like how 
Kay is like cavalier, nonchalant or whatever about it. And she was like, she was like, I do that. Uh, yeah. So that I won't like, she was like, you want to change everyone's mind. She's like, I act this way so that they don't change me. Yeah. Listen, you're just visiting the way I live. It would suit you fine to hide away in that hotel room until your train leaves. By all means, let's hire a float. <laughs> you are so insistent on everyone perceiving things the way you do. Oh, yeah, making real headway in that department. No fear, no confusion, so self-assured. I don't act that way to change the world. I act that way so the goddamn world won't change me. Lower your voice. Why? Is this a false issue? And I was like, Jesus, this is some good dialogue. This is some good back oh, and yeah. forth. And, like, and like it, it doesn't feel like you're just... You know, like something that I appreciated is that it didn't feel like you're on either one of their side. It, you do feel like both of them have valid point. Like Vivian's like, I don't, I'm new to this. I don't know what I'm doing. Like right. this is, you know, like this is completely upsetting to my entire life, which I'm not used to. And like, this is overwhelming for me. And Kay's like, this is my whole life. This is what I have to deal with all the time. And you're like, no, you're both right. <laughs> yeah. The way you, know? you, you frame that reminded me of the scene with uh, it from... Torch song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where she's like, Do, why don't you tell me about your life? Yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. been shoving it down my throat. Or, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, what? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, where you, you're, you yeah, see you, both their sides. And yeah, it's really, yeah. I mean, it helps it was fucking Anne Bancroft. Oof. Yeah. Who, apparently. I'm I'm now just a stain. Yeah, for sure. After two, <laughs> two <laughs> singer in two movies <laughs> for the pod. <laughs> Another um, reason we got to watch The Graduate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel totally heard. No, it's just, it's one of those movies that I, I feel like I'm not going to enjoy it because I know so much about it. But you, you know? love Dustin Hoffman so much. I, oh God. Oh. Mr. Tootsie himself. I know. But then I found out that he's <laughs> a horrible person and he forced girls to suck his dick and he jerked off in front of them and he made them rub his feet. Yeah, the foot massage is, oh, is the worst God. part. <laughs> and oh, and some of those girls were underage and oh, Dustin. Oh, so hard. And he's in so many of my favorite movies. Like, he's in Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, that's Bro. right. And Rain Man. <laughs> Anyway, so... Never seen it. Great for you. Thank you. Um, Sorry, I just keep wanting to check. I just keep wanting to check. Uh, yeah, like, like what the way that their romance develops is, like, an interesting thing because, like, they're sort of coming to it naturally. Like, they're having, like, a natural progression of, like, friends and then their, you know, feelings or, you know, and they're, they're trying to, you know... Like, they have their first kiss, and, like, they hang out all night and just happen to have their first kiss, and Francis kicks Vivian out and is, like, you know, and freaks the fuck out, and people start, like, try like, you know, and Vivian is, like, suffering the possibility of ostracization. Right. I don't feel like I said that word very well. And, and because... You know, she had one kiss with Kay. Yeah. Every kiss begins with Kay. Um, <laughs> and and it's like, so they don't really get to like, what was that? 
Just doing a bit for myself. <laughs> um, so like they don't really <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> so they don't I it felt like they didn't get to like experience it like a natural yeah, progression right. of things. So they get like all they get sort of like these accusations. Well, so what, yeah, one of the things that I think it does well is the pressure, I guess, the social pressure attached yeah. to, because Kay is more or less out as yeah. much as you can yeah, be yeah, yeah. in a rural, you know, semi-rural, you know, you assume conservative, yeah. you know, Reno in 1959. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean. I'll say this. Her, Daryl, she should have just gone with it, man. He like owns a casino and he oh, wants to like fucking marry her yeah. and he doesn't care that she's gay and he's like, whatever you do is fine. It does it's it's no bother to me. Girl. Yes. <laughs> uh, Come on. But yeah, anyway, sorry. And by the time Vivian actually, you know, yeah. is starting to acknowledge some of her feelings. She's like, oh, and like you're, yeah, the scene you refer to already, and like before that when they're at the restaurant or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, don't, you know, she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh no, that was that was after. That's after they sleep together. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, she's just like suddenly, you know, even though they were hanging out all the time, right? In different yeah, scenarios. Yeah, yeah. Now she's like, oh, I don't want. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. She keep your voice down, like, yeah. you know, like suddenly she's aware, feels of, hyper aware yeah. that. She's going to be perceived as. As queer, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and so I think it's really interesting. I I love the scene in the hotel room, though, when she, like, when Kay comes and she's like, I just want to talk. Like, I want to see you. And she's like, fine. She lets her in. And Kay is just, like, they're, like, having this conversation. And Vivian goes in the other room and she turns around and Kay's completely fucking naked and in bed. And she's like, eh. Shot really well, like it's legitimately it's so, surprising. Yes, you're like, it's so surprising. <laughs> you really and, feel, yeah, you're with Vivian, and <laughs> and and she just like turns back around and she's like, "You also, there's no, <laughs> if you don't know the film, you know, like, yeah, you, at this point we don't know if we're gonna see any. Yeah, there was like no the fact that there was full on titty at this point. I was like, oh, and just yeah, and then and from there. Just lesbian sex. Like, they're like, oh, my God. I was like. So, apparently, I, I've never, I don't know what to chalk it up to, so I won't bother trying. But uh, it probably has to do with my porn habits as much as anything else. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't believe anybody's having an orgasm unless. Yeah, a penis is involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I put the clip of him saying, "Yeah, I don't know how you get so much action." Come. All the equipment, yeah. How you get all that traffic with no equipment? It's beyond me. But apparently, it's when Vivian's like rubbing her face and look, you know, look like she's about to cry or something. Apparently, that's meant to be like she's about to come and doesn't let herself. Oh shit! Interesting. But then she does when she gets on top. I so whatever. Interesting. Yeah. 
I will be honest and say that like some vagina havers can come from things that yeah. I cannot come from. Like I had a lesbian That's friend the beauty of- who told me that she would, she didn't, she was like. Just brushing her teeth. <laughs> she she did not like to be penetrated at all. Like uh-huh. she was like, I do not want that whatsoever. Sure. I I don't know if she's still a she now because she's basically describing her like you know, she's like, I wanna have a penis, I don't wanna be penised, you know. But she would she said she would come from like penetrating someone else like it would like the the friction from the strap would get her off and i was like okay never in a million years would that work for me right never in a million years i mean there can be a one-off chance of like sometimes something will happen you're like wow that was surprising right it's never gonna you're not gonna be able to duplicate it you know like it it's never gonna just i mean for me i'm talking about and like i've heard people be like oh i came from like Thinking hard about something, yeah. and I'm like, "What?" Riding the- a horse. Oh my god! How? I not a horse cock. I did have sex with. I know you a know horse. about this. No, yeah, <laughs> no. I had sex with a split that booty. <laughs> I had sex with a lovely lady one time, and she just it didn't take much, and I just I was like, it, "I'm gonna." It, w- it took a single finger. You just like winked. It basically, I was like a single finger and it was just like climax and she just kept going and I was like, I'm going to keep going until she tells me to stop yeah. because I was like, this is a lot of fun. And yeah, like it was just, <laughs> and yeah, so it was like, I lost Sorry. count. I think I lost count after like 17 or something like no. that. It was like, I'm not kidding. Like it was just continual. Good Lord. I know. And I was like, I'm going to stop. <laughs> And it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Man. I w- it, it, was was like, like? it was like. And it was just literally. I'm going to put in construction noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you got it. You don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to. Do you I know what just, that was? I just. <laughs> Eddie is our... Thank you. And it just kept happening. Uh, must be nice. Mm-hmm. It takes so much. It takes so much for me, you know, to Honestly, get there. Not as much as I've... I'm going to say this. the worst that I've seen. It's true, but here's the thing. You're... You see me standing with my back against a record machine. Oh, might as well jump. Go ahead, jump. That's lyrics in that song. Oh, in what song? Jump by Van Halen. Oh, I don't know that song. I I'm I don't know Van Halen songs. You should David know Lee Roth in it. So you're the you're you are like the easiest for me to get there that I've ever experienced. I don't. It's notoriously hard for me to get off. For me to get there. Oh, what? Well, okay. You were the, you, you, okay, it was ambiguous where sorry. there was. Yeah. Sorry. You make it easy for me. Thank you. That's the no least one, I can do. No, <laughs> no one's ever, like, honestly, like, no one's ever gotten me there as quickly. And honestly, no one's gotten me there themselves. 
I've never, like, no one's ever been able to, no one. I've been with <sighs> men and women and people right. who identify otherwise, and no one has, on their own, without my help, ever gotten me off. Except you. Oh. Yep. <laughs> so desert hearts. <laughs> I like. I love saying that I've been with like. I love talking about the genders that I've slept with because it makes me sound like such a bigger hussy than I actually yeah, am. Yeah, it's three people. And I <laughs> exactly. one of each. And I just, I like, I like having like <laughs> the crazy stories that I have because it's, there's only, that those were like. It was like one summer. It was like, yeah, it one was literally crazy one crazy summer. <laughs> and it was like three instances of like <laughs> crazy, like, you know, there was the, there was the didn't poop myself incident that you always, I always call it a one night stand. You, you call it the time I didn't poop. I call it Hercules, Hercules. So, would you recommend? I got lots more to say. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm just asking. I see. Yeah. That's a, that's not a signifier that you have that we have to end the episode. False. That's. <laughs> it's a signifier that you want me to stop talking. It's a sig. No, it's not. It's a signifier that that we've passed fifty minutes. Oh, okay. Good to know. And I've never told you that before. So. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It <laughs> but been yeah. Nice to know. But yeah, would you recommend oh, this? No, no. I would definitely recommend. Hell yeah. I would recommend this. I would say, if nothing else, it's, again, like, man, I cannot think of, I mean, first of all, there's so few lesbianic yes. love tales. Yes. 1985. And, I don't think we mentioned that. 1985 is when it came out. Yes. Also, it was, it, that's when it got released. It was shot at least a year earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Independent. Yeah. It's an independent film. Crazy. So, also, I think her first feature-length film. Crazy. She was a documentarian before wow. this. Oh, okay. Because of this movie, Oprah Winfrey saw Desert Hearts and hired her to direct The Women of Brewster's Play Brewster Place, which was a short-run series. But wow. Crazy. Oprah produced, I guess. And I vaguely remember that being on TV. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to emphasize that. Yeah, no. Excellent point. And to that, um, because of its sort of, like, a, uh, I don't have a good uh, adjective for it because some of the acting is, I mean, I think it's appropriate for what it is, but, like, I wouldn't say it's, I don't know. Anyway, it, there's something about it that's very earnest feeling. Yeah. And it misses so many of the pitfalls yeah. that consciously or otherwise you, I was sort of expecting yeah. for a lesbian love story. Like, yeah. you know, shit like the kids are all right, mm -hmm. you know? Right. Like, and Donna Deitch, the director, said she specifically wanted to make just... A lesbian love story, yeah. Because any of the ones she knew about ended in a bisexual triangle, yeah, which is or oh. suicide, literally, like AKA tragic game. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I, I was so. That's how blue is the warmest color ends. Was like she cheats with a guy, mm -hmm. and then the kids are all right. She cheats with no, a guy. Clearly it's like still it's so it's dominant. such a fucking trope. And like, here's the thing. I like. 
the fact that the only comprehension of like a lesbian relationship not working out is that one of them sleeps with a man right. is so fucking oh, it's so insulting. insane to me. Like, I'm sorry, we can also I mean, sure that happens, but like and like at least have them cheat on another on, with, with another, another woman. woman. Yeah. And it's always like it's never like or you know, it'll be like one's lesbian and one's bisexual, or like one's yeah, a lesbian right. and the other one's had sex with men before, but they're a lesbian now. And then it's like it's like stop making it. I seem mean, this like, is a conversion tale. Because right. yeah, true. true, true. <laughs> but she said that like she would fucking Kay gets her toaster oven <laughs> with this one. Um <clears throat> she <laughs> she says that she said like the director said, like, I guess she just decided I don't even know if she tried to make it not independently because she said she she didn't want to she refused to concede the the sex scene. Oh uh. and them it ending with Kay getting it with basically them being together mm-hmm. and Kay like getting on the train with Vivian. Right. Spoiler. <laughs> um and and like I I really liked how it ended. Uh, what I liked about the ending was not that it was like we're gonna be together forever. Like it's gonna it's just like I want to spend more time with you. Come with me. And so it wasn't like this like we're we're meant to be together. We're always going to be together. Yeah. It's never going to be anything else. It's just like accepting that they both want. It's more true. Time it doesn't together. have that fucking weight of. Yeah. A, I mean, it's, and that was something that I really appreciated yeah. it because I'm like, it's a serious movie. They they they're very like. It's so like sexually charged. It's very. I loved the sex scenes in it, and it definitely felt like because like people will be like. I think it's, it can be hard when you are like, you want to like the difference between like the male gaze and the female gaze when it comes to like being attracted to women. And it's like, right. For me, the difference is like, it was really hot when they were like just kissing each other. Like when, Mm -hmm. when Vivian was like kissing Kay's arm and stuff like that. But then you see like titty and you're, you know, they're naked and they're like, you know, taking their time like they're not like doing anything almost it's just like it's hot because it's two women wanting each other's bodies and it's like it it's like that's never allowed that's never allowed in movies and anything like even in stuff where like even in stuff where like people are like openly queer or whatever there's never like you're never shown a woman wanting another woman's body it's so weird like it's always like there it's always like it's presented as like you're attracted to someone despite like despite the fact that they have great tits or something it's like no no not even fucking beverly crusher in the 28th century or whatever (laughs) is allowed to (laughs) like you know you she'd rather fuck a goddamn ghost before she she'd rather fuck Riker. oh yeah So anyway, what else did you want to say about the movie? Uh, well, just some background that I learned. Okay. Um, for instance, Patricia Charbonneau, who plays Kay, her first film, Donna mm-hmm. Deitch tells it that she was at the casting agency, just saw her headshot, mm-hmm. and was like, okay, I want this person to read. Nice. And the casting director being like, oh, you- Okay, but she's never been in film. She's a comes from theater. Like, you at least want a screen tester. And she's like, no, just <laughs> yeah. 
have a read. Like, <laughs> um, so for her, it was a very, nice. she's like, no, she's K. Um, so she was cast first. Wow. And that was in New York. Then once that, she was cast, they went to LA. They had three candidates for Vivian. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, they read together with Patricia Charbonneau. Yeah. Uh, Charbonneau's telling is that she was like, I remember that there was something that happened after reading with uh, Helen Shaver that I just immediately kissed her hands after the scene was over. Oh, It's like, so they, you know, so she was cast, obviously, and she... I mean, besides Audra Lindley, who's clearly had a longer career yeah. than anybody else, but like um, hearing them all talk, like <clears throat> Helen Shaver, whom I was on, like none of these people are big names, you know? Yeah. But they all have long oeuvres. Like if you yeah. look at IMDb, they've, and they've definitely both been in things you've seen. Yeah. If you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Our ages. Yeah. One of them is in The Craft, even, and another is in. Manhunter. I think Helen Shaver is somewhere in Manhunter. Mm. Uh, <coughs> Helen Shaver was in the TV show for Poltergeist. Poltergeist the yes, that's right. And Charbonnera was, <laughs> uh, was in uh, Robocop 2. Mm-hmm. Definitely. As seen a that. robot technician. Yeah. Uncredited. Definitely seen that. She was. She had a lot of TV. She like yeah. did a lot of TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen her in, in the 80s. In, yeah. Late 80s. Anyway, apparently, uh, so there was that. What else was I going to say? Um, oh, and this is one of those things where, like, they all just basically lived together. Mm-hmm. They didn't stay on that ranch, but they all lived in this, or staying in the same hotel yeah. in Reno. Mm-hmm. And they were just all there all the time. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, leads yeah, yeah, coming yeah. in and coming out and. So it was very tight knit and nice. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, it was like, despite the <laughs> product not matching. Yeah. Or, you know, not, it, it was similar to hearing the behind the scenes stuff about Near Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was the director saying, like, yeah, Audra Lindley was the only person who housekeeping changed her sheets every day because she was the only name that anybody recognized. Amazing. <laughs> also, apparently the son, that was another person who Donna Deitch said, like, as soon as he walked in the room, I was like, oh, no, this guy's yeah, the perfect. And it was specifically about his reading the line of uh, 100, 116 116 in Broadway or whatever. Broadway. Yeah. But he York, just, like, York. when he was reading that line, he just naturally, like, put, one of his legs up against the wall. <laughs> She's like, that's a perfect like combination of like, yeah. Trying to seem sophisticated and yeah, yeah, yeah. clearly not like just like awkward. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Nobody talked about silver. Yeah. That's crazy. Or Joe and they're perfect. Uh, Oh, yeah, this is the other thing that I wanted to... Uh, Donna Deach said that, like, she was also... Once she 
she had already had the idea that she wanted to make this kind of movie of just a love story. Mm-hmm. And to avoid all the yeah things, uh, all the tropes. And she was thinking she would have to write it, you know, and then someone just lent her a book that was yeah. The Desert of the Heart. And she was like, oh. She read it, and then she read it seven more times or something. Nice. And she was like, so the, that became the vehicle. Yeah. So it's, I think it's not terribly true to the novel. Okay. Uh, but she also said that one, she because of the book, because it starts with someone going to Reno to get a vo- divorce, yeah. which is apparently how the misfits start. Oh. Starts 1961, I think, with Marilyn Monroe, where she goes to Reno to get a divorce wow. and then falls in love with, I don't know, Rock Hudson or somebody. Yeah. I don't feel that way about you, Kay. Well, don't get discouraged, girl. You might. She wanted to do a lesbian version of nice. that. Nice. I think that's, it was a huge, I guess it was a big hit at Telluride. Film Festival and Toronto when they showed it in, in yeah. right when it was new. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm still just like blown away that I've never fucking Same. heard about it. Same. Like nothing about it. For real. It was and highly recommend. I absolutely recommend. Yeah. I think if you if you haven't seen it and you're like you, you just watch it. Like if you like any kind of queer cinema at all, watch it. It's Yeah. Like it should be up there with like boys in the band at least. For yeah, like... it's so. I like if I had seen this when I was younger, right. I would have lost my shit. Yeah, you'll probably be able to hear it. My stomach's been just been growling. Like I'm sure I'll be able to hear it. <laughs> I mean, on the playback. <laughs> um, things that were distracting for me were there's all these wipes. I yeah. I could not not comment on them because it just kept reminding me of like Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Yeah, which I know that's Spielberg and Lucas's thing. <laughs> I assume that comes from Kurosawa or somebody. I know like it was definitely or like whatever. I know when they made Raiders, it was like an homage to the TV serials and shit yeah. of the. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I know they were doing. They were quoting something by doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um. I find that I found it very distracting in this yeah. movie. I'll say this movie, like <clears throat> again, I don't want to fault it for the movie that I would make, you know, like that kind of thing. But um and I'm not you know, I wouldn't change you know, like it's it's a it's it is what it is mm-hmm. and you should meet it on its terms, which I don't think it's hard to do, mm-hmm. but it, it definitely has like and it, again, this is part of his charm. It doesn't have that same, a lot of the same cinematic language as far as like editing. Like the editing really is the thing that stood out for me as, mm-hmm. for me, uncomfortable. Yeah. And not hugely. It just like, there's some shots that I'm like, they last so short, briefly, that I'm like, I don't know. Like the scene where she takes off her ring. Okay, <laughs> like I didn't need that scene, and then it fades into Kay driving to work, and I don't know. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I didn't know what those scenes were meant to do, mm-hmm. and they're so brief. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that, I'm like, I would have much rather because there's a lot, like you said, some of the dialogue is just really yeah gut punchy, and has a gravitas that I think that it isn't really held up by the. 
pacing or the yeah. editing. Like, the, like I wanted them to be given more space than they were, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But again, those were minor, like, distractions. They weren't like, those aren't, you know, again, it's a good yeah. movie. It's yeah, a good yeah. movie on its own, let alone being the only probably. Yeah. The least problematic lesbian love story you're going to see. I've ever seen, yeah. Right? Like, to date. I don't... Yeah. Like, crazy. The only the only complaint that I have, and I, I think it's a fair and major complaint, is there's, like, not a single person of color in the entire movie. Uh, yeah. Which some would be like, well, that's just true. Well, I remember commenting, there's a black person who gets off the train... Very... You said that, but I didn't see them. You were like, I didn't see that at all. So I don't know. Oh, maybe uh, I was wrong. Maybe they just were a very tan white person. It could be. <laughs> I'm colorblind. It's true. Everyone is everyone is brown. Oh. Because you don't see green or red. <laughs> also, apparently, uh, Figgin... Figgin. Two days before shooting began... Patricia Charbonneau found out she was pregnant. I saw that. It was like she was pregnant during the entire making of the film. And I'm like, this movie had to have been shot fast. Yep, exactly. <laughs> the, well, you when see she's a wearing, lot of her. In the overnight scene when they get rained on and she's wearing that silver get up, she's got a little bump. But it doesn't look like anything that isn't, you yeah. know, I, it could just be her body. Yeah. Yeah. The love scene was shot last. Wow. Um, And she did, uh, Deech did not, she said she didn't, she never stepped f- out from behind the camera. And also, apparently, they, you know, like, they knew that it was coming. Like, oh, here's the other thing. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Helen Shaver and Patricia Charbonneau, everyone tried to talk them out of taking the role. Their wow. managers and Amazing. all their agents and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Helen Shaver said she even had a Canadian manager who was a gay man who was like, you shouldn't do that <laughs> because wow. they knew like, yeah, that this could be, yeah. they were going to. And like, I think Charbonneau's said her manager's wife was like, Oh, I hope you have fun doing this movie. Cause it's going to be the last, the only one you ever do. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay. Uh, the love scene, the sex scene is, uh, the actor said, they would just do the whole take and, you know, start to finish before the director gave any notes. So she would just let the whole scene go. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently both actresses had, it was a challenge for them. Yeah. And it makes sense. But, uh, and Charbonneau in particular said, she was like, I, it was really difficult for me. I felt very exposed and very vulnerable, you know, uh, you know, there's obvious yeah. reasons why that would be. Right. It's her first movie, and yeah. she just found out she was pregnant. And right. So yeah, yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. I think I felt protective of my body. And yeah. But she was like, but I knew, you know, Kay had to be the, you know, sort of aggressor of the yeah. two. So, yeah, yeah. And she does great. I mean, you, yeah. I wouldn't guess that she yeah. was uncomfortable. Yeah. Same. So kudos, I guess. Yeah. Um, And that's actually one of my favorite. I thought, it was it was really I'm glad I watched the things I did because you know it's always I always enjoy hearing actors talk about the choices they've made yeah 
and to yeah. know that they've made choices. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. And Shaver said, she was like, oh, she's like, I decided that, you know, this character was going to be cut off from the neck down. That hmm. she had cut off all sensation to oh, her body. Wow. You know, and that was how she survived. Wow. Yeah. The patriarchy and becoming a, a professor of English yeah. in a wow. man's world and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which makes sense. And you see it. Uh, there, I, I felt weird about, I, or not weird. I didn't always like her performance of the character. Interesting. Interesting. Again, minor. I appreciated that it's consistent. It didn't feel like. It did feel like she made a choice. Yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. know that I liked it. You know what I mean? Like, which is preferable yeah. than, yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't tell sure. what you're doing. Yeah. You don't seem to know what you're doing. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but the sex scene is felt the most real to me as yeah. far as her character. Because you yeah. can see when she's shaking. and Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. The emotion is really there. And that feels like... It feels appropriate and real to yeah. who the characters are and where they're coming from and how yeah. they're coming together and yeah, um, how they're coming together. <laughs> and in true <laughs> lesbian top, uh, Kay is not seen having an orgasm. So no, I don't know. Okay, I thought they both come at the same time. When maybe I was oh. just wanted to make a joke about lesbians whom I'm. A member of. Ah, I see. Uh, I didn't notice this when watching it, but like apparently during the sex scene, you can hear church bells. Oh, interesting. Completely diagenic. Like that happened naturally. That was just (laughs) the location. Wow. I don't know if I'm using diagenic. I might be using diagenic exactly wrong, but not planned. Gotcha. Yeah. But of course they kept it because they were like, duh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Helen Shaver also shared an anecdote about like how Donnie Deitch was given an award by Glad. An award. Yeah. Okay. And they invited her and Charbonneau to be surprise guests Aww. to like surprise the audience. And I think Donna Deitch didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so when Donna Deitch, they, they walk through the audience. Mm-hmm. to the stage where Deech was. And Shaver was saying like, you know, not to downplay it, but I've experienced standing ovations before and it's always overwhelming and, you know, of course, amazing. This one went on so long that I was able to, the adrenaline, I was, you know, the adrenaline of the moment passed and I was able just to look at all these women, Aww. all these people in the audience and say like, Man, no matter what else I do, yeah, I know as a part of this that means so much to so many yeah. people. Like, <laughs> yeah, and again, like this is where I'm like, fuck, how did I not know about this movie? Yeah. Like, lesbians. yeah, lesbians. What the fuck? Like, I and that I think that's what what I'm so blown away about this is that it felt like like so much of the time, especially like in the in the 80s and 90s. A queer film oftentimes suffered from a lack of, like, good acting or a lack of 
good script, a lack of good direction or a lack of a right. lack of budget that affected how you're able to to enjoy it. And this one had a this one did not have a big budget. This one was a very is a very independent movie. Oh, yeah. Very like, you know, they raised the money all by themselves. Like all this shit was like this was a true independent movie. And it did not feel like it. You felt like you no, no. were it's got real watching a story. Values, real production values. Yeah. And, and, and there the fact that there it's not just the two main characters, the fact that Francis and Silver also and the like, sets? Yes. Holy shit. And and the music, like they play Elvis, yeah. they play Patsy Cline. They was, play, yeah, like, thank you. Because it's a great soundtrack. It's like, a lot of classic country, a lot of early rock. I was like, Jesus Christ, like like I was so blown away from that alone. Like right. it was like ten minutes in, we hadn't even gotten any like lesbianic shit. No, and I was like, oh my god, they're just playing. They're straight up playing like Elvis and and Johnny Cash and Patsy and Johnny Klein Cash and, and Patsy Cline, like all this shit. And I was like, what? And they're not I mean, playing. That, I think. And they're not playing like when I I am an, I'm not a big fan of Elvis. Not because well, not just because he's a, I don't know, um, but. Because so much of his music gets overplayed, and yeah. they didn't play one of his songs that are no, like they played his version of Blue Moon, which is yeah. the most haunting version. Exactly, and 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 like, uh, it's not one of the ones that like gets played no. so much. No, like, no, it's one of his earlier ones. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure. I was like, oh my god, like Jesus Christ, yeah, like it was really, really impressive. So. I think I think that's something that blew me away is the fact yeah. that like I went in expecting this to be very, very cheesy, very over the top, very like campy almost, and like yeah. you know I was expecting to have fun watching it, but mm-hmm. I, this was like a this is a fucking and it happened in the it did not feel like an eighties movie. No, it did not feel like a a low budget film. Nope. It did not feel like it it had Looks any. Great. It looks great. It's I think it's on so Criterion. Well. So yeah, it is on Criterion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the version we watched, but well, it, it's available. I think it is because okay. I believe you. When you I didn't played notice. it, it was. Oh yeah, you said, right. <laughs> "Oh, this is Criterion." <laughs> oh right, that's how I know it's on Criterion because <laughs> ah, it said so at the beginning. <laughs> sure, go ahead and push that button. You're such a skank. Whatever, skank. Pizza.